Jesus. Lord, we thank you for causing us to be a part of this wonderful kingdom, kingdom of nations. Lord, we thank you. We are privileged to be called children of God. Father, as we have gathered, we ask, O oh Lord, that your spirit ministers to us. I empty myself. Let your spirit fill me. Use me, O oh Lord, as a vessel. Mold me, reform me. Let me be a clay that is in your hand, O Porter, and reform me, that your word can be ministered through me in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord, that you will give us ears to hear you, eyes to see, in the name of Jesus. Let our lives not be the same. May we live here one step closer in our walk with you, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you take your seats? And clap for these wonderful people of God. Wonderful. So let us not have any more movement. Let us be seated. You are all looking very beautifully. You are just amazing. And I want to also take the opportunity to welcome all our guests, all of you who um, honored the invitation from our church. We are privileged to welcome you and to worship with you this afternoon. I believe you have had a wonderful time so far. Yes. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Well, I want to share with you for a very short time, but why do we have International Sunday? Why do we celebrate International Sunday? Why do we have one day in a year that we set aside to celebrate as International Sunday. It is to remind us, it is to remind us that God is a God of all nations. Hallelujah. God is a God of all nations. Jesus Christ did not die for black people. Jesus Christ did not die for white people. He did not die for the English or the Americans or the Africans. Jesus Christ died for people of all nations. Hallelujah. And so we set aside one day to remind ourselves, to remind ourselves, because throughout the year, we tend to gravitate towards ourselves, and it makes us look like this is the church of God. This is the church of God, the church of God for a particular group of people. But it is not so. That is why we set a day aside to remind ourselves that Christ died for all nations. Hallelujah. As they were reading the scriptures, as they were reading the scripture in different languages, and you realize, you realize that we were, we were forcing to have other nations amongst us, as it ought to be. And each nation has the scripture in their language. Hallelujah. Each nation has the scripture in their own language, and you realize that the only thing that can really, that can bring us together, or that can make us even become alike, you realize it's not the language. People were reading different languages, and people could not respond even appropriately, but there was one word that each of them would say, and it tends to bring us all together, and it makes us all agree. And that was the word, which word? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. That was the word, amen, and amen is not found in any other place but the house of God. 
Amen is a word that is a declaration of affirmation. That we all agree to what we are saying. We all affirm to what we are saying. And that word makes us agree. And that word is found in a Hebrew Bible or the New Testament. It is found in only the Old Testament or the New Testament. Hallelujah. And I realized that that was the only word that was common to all that we all agreed on. Do you agree with me? That we could not even understand each other when different languages were, were read. But we could agree on the word Amen. Hallelujah. And it, it was common in all the languages. Hallelujah. So this afternoon, I want to share with you for a short time a house of prayer for all nations. A house of prayer for all nations. Mark chapter 11 and verse 17. Mark chapter 11 and verse 17. He said to them, The scriptures declare, My temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves. You see, he said, the scripture declares, Jesus said to them, the scripture declares, my temple will be called a house of prayer for all nations, but you have turned it into a den of thieves, a den of thieves. Hallelujah. And the one thing, the one thing that can bring people of all nations together is love. That is the only thing that can bring people of all nations together. Therefore, if you are looking for a true church of God, if you are looking for a true church of God, one where you can find God, one where you can pray to God, one where God is and God can hear you, it is a place where you can find love. Hallelujah. The only place where you can find God is a place where you can find love. Amen. And I'll show you a scripture in John chapter 13 and verse 34. John chapter 13 and verse 34. It says, a new commandment. This is Jesus speaking. It says, a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Do you hear me? It says, a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you, that ye also love one another. Verse 35, it says, by this, By this. By what? By this. What is this? By what? By what love? By loving. Look, let's go back. I want you to really understand this important scripture. Let's go back to 34. It says, a new commandment I give unto you that ye love one another as I have loved you that ye also love one another. And then he says, by this. By what? (laughs) By loving one another. By loving one another. So he says, by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. 
If ye have love one to another. Hallelujah. It says, by this, by loving one another, shall all men know that ye are my disciples. If ye have love one to another. Hallelujah. So in this scripture, you realize that Jesus is giving us a clue for identifying a gathering of God's children. Jesus is showing us a way that you can identify a gathering or a church of God. A place where God's children have gathered. In other words, a true Christian church. A true Christian church. He is giving us a clue how you can find a true Christian church. It is not identified by good preaching. The church of God, a true Christian church, is not identified by good preaching. It is not identified by a large gathering. That you see that the church is very large. That is not how we identify a true Christian church. It is also not identified by seeing the church on TV. That is a large church on TV. Or it has a beautiful temple or a beautiful building. That is not how we identify a true Christian church. Or a true Christian gathering. Or a true gathering of the children of God. It is not identified by powerful miracles. Isn't that shocking? It is not identified by a place where there is laying on of hands and a slaying under the spirit. That is not how we identify a true Christian church. But where the people have loved one for another, that is where you find a true Christian church. This is what Jesus is saying. He says, by this, by this, this is the way. He says, this is the way you can find a church of Christ. This is the way. It's not by the name that we give to it. He says, by this shall all men know. By this shall all men know that ye are my disciples. You are my followers. When you love one another. When you have loved one another. It's not when you have a big billboard that says the church of God. That does not show that you are a church of God. Having a big billboard does not say that you are a church of God. You don't need TV advertisement. You don't need TV advertisement to say that there is a church of God here. You don't need that. You don't need trucks to hand to people to say that this is the church of God. Amen. Amen. You don't need people to wear the same shirt or the same t-shirt that is inscribed, something written in that says sons of Christ or daughters for Christ or or soldiers for Christ. That we are all wearing t-shirts that say soldiers for Christ. So when someone comes in, the person will see that these are, these are Christians. Hallelujah. He says, if you want all men, if you want all men to know that God's children have gathered in a place, then what must be tangibly present, what must be felt in that place is love. 
When somebody comes to a place and the person feels something unique, something there is something here. I feel love. That is a true church of God. I didn't write a Bible. Jesus is saying that. He says the address, the address to a true church of God, find it, put it in your GPS and say, I'm looking for a place where there is love one for another. If you put it in your GPS, it will lead you to a church of God. It will lead you to a true gathering of Christians when they have love one for another. Hallelujah. If you want all men to know, if you want all men, that is people of all nations to come to the church, then love must be present. He says, by this shall all men, all men means men of all nations and women of all nations. If you want them to know and you want them to come, then there must be love in that place. Johnson, do you understand what I'm sharing? Yes. Hallelujah. Because in the absence of love, something else will bring us together. When there is no love, we will still gather. But something else will be our identity. Amen. Jesus said in the first scripture we read, he says that you have turned it into a den of thieves or a den of robbers. That means when the people gather, they have not gathered in the name of love. But they have gathered with a different interest. Interest of trading and making money. Interest of, interest of trading sacrificial things. He says you have turned it into a den of thieves. Hallelujah. Even though it was supposed to be a temple of God. And people are going there in the name of the temple of God. But God is saying, God is saying you have turned it into a den of thieves. Amen. Amen. And so all men shall identify us also, our gathering, as a gathering of black people. We have turned it into a gathering, not of people who have love for one another, but a gathering of Nigerians, a gathering of Africans, a gathering of Americans, a gathering of Jamaicans. Hallelujah. But it says, by this shall all men know. Hallelujah. When you look around, when you look around, you look around and see if you are seeing a gathering of all men, a gathering of all nations. Do you, is that what you see around? You don't want to look. Look around and tell me. But the true house of God is a gathering of all men, people of all nations. Hallelujah. People of all nations. But when our identity is love, when our identity is love, then you realize that all men will know us, and all men will find us, and all men will call upon God, and all men will be saved. When there is love, when there is love, black people will be here, white people will be here, the Spanish will be here, the Americans will be here, the Congolese will be here, Togolese will be here, the French will be here. When there is love in a place, because if God is truly in a place, if God is truly in a place, then one thing that you can really feel, 
one thing that you can say that it is present is love. Because there's a scripture in 1 John chapter 4 and verse 12. It says, no man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us. And his love is perfected in us. If we love one another, then God dwelleth in us. If we love one another, what it means is that God dwelleth in us. If you want to feel the presence of God, then we ought to love one another. Amen. Amen. Wherever there is love, the place becomes attractive. Isn't that so? Wherever there is love, the place becomes attractive. Because God is there. Because God is there. We try, to, we try to represent the nations. And we realize that language can never bring us together. You realize that? Language cannot bring us together. Food cannot bring us together. Because even when you start speaking your language, another person does not like it. And even when we try, when we say this is International Sunday and we are speaking all languages, we leave it today. It cannot keep us together. Dressing, clothes cannot bring us together. Clothes of different nations cannot bring us together. Hallelujah. Food, food from different nations cannot bring us together. Food, even if you try some people's food, you will not like them. Even if there's some people's food, when you don't even like the smell of it. You don't like the, the, the taste of it. You, 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 you try to taste it, you may have to drink water for the next whole week. So you, see, you realize that food cannot link us together. Food cannot bring us together. Amen. What can bring us together, what can keep us together is love. Hallelujah. That is what can keep us together. Love is attractive. Love brings people of all nations together. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. Acts chapter 2 and verse 1. It says, and when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were all with one accord in one place. They all agreed. They were all with one mind, with one accord in one place. Let us read the New Living Translation. From, let us read the New Living Translation. It says, on the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. The next verse, it says, suddenly, suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm. It filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each of them. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in 
languages as the Holy Spirit gave this ability. Do you see? When there was a presence of God, he says everyone that was present was filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to speak with other languages as the Spirit gave them the ability. At that time, at that time, there were devout Jews from where? Every nation who were, were living in Jerusalem. There were devout Jews from every nation living in Jerusalem. They have never gathered like that. He says, at that time, what we do know was that there were devout Jews of every nation living in Jerusalem. Of every nation living in Jerusalem. Jerusalem was such as there were different people from different nations, but they were Jews living in Jerusalem. And then the word said, when they heard the loud noise, everyone came running. Everyone came running. When they heard the loud noise, have you seen in a place, have you seen in a park where there's a loud noise, where people are preaching, they are playing music, and they are playing sounds? Do you see a lot of people gathering to that place? No. People just walk by, and people get annoyed by the noise. But this time, there was a presence. There was a different presence. The Bible says they were with one accord. And the spirit of God was with them. The power of the Lord was there. The presence of God was there. And there was a loud noise. And people of different nations, when they heard, he says, when they heard the loud noise, everyone came running. And they were bewildered to hear their own languages being spoken by the believers. Hallelujah. It got to be the presence of God. I say it got to be the presence of God. The Bible says they were bewildered to see that everyone's language was being spoken by the believers. They were completely amazed. Wow. They were completely amazed. And they said, how can this be? They exclaimed, how can this be? How is it possible? How can this be? That everyone's language was being spoken there. They have not seen a thing like this before. He says, how can this be? They exclaim, these people are from Galilee. These people are from Galilee. We know for fact that these are Galileans. We know that all these people are from Galilee that have gathered. But there is a different presence. There is something amongst them. They say that they are gathered there with one accord. They are with one mind. And he says that the spirit of God was present because of that. And he says they were amazed. How can this be? They exclaimed. These people are all from Galilee. The next scripture. And yet... We hear them speaking in our own native languages. These people are all Ghanaians. And yet, we we speak, we hear them speak in our own languages. Hallelujah. I say, when there is a presence, when there is love one for another, there is a presence of God. And the language barrier is taken away. You are speaking and I understand you. Clothing is taken away. Your food does not annoy me. When the people have love 
one for another, there is a presence of God that overcomes language, that overcomes clothing, that overcomes food, that overcomes skin color, that overcomes marital status, that overcomes your career, that overcomes your educational background. When there is a presence, when the people have loved one for another, there is a presence of God in there. Hallelujah. And they say it attracted people from all nations. It brought them together. And so they said, here we are. Look at us. Look at the kind of people who have gathered here. He says, here we are. Parthians, Medes have also come. Elamites, people from Mesopotamia. Come on. He says, Judea, people from Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, the province of Asia. They have all gathered because they can all relate with something. There is a presence, there is love that they can all relate to. And it has overcome language. Hallelujah. It is overcome language. It says Phrygia, Pamphylia. Look at that. Egypt, Egypt. And the area of Libya. Wow. They have all come. Visitors from, it says Libya, around Cyrene. Visitors from Rome. Both Jews and converts to Judaism. People who have converted to Judaism, they will all come. When there is love one for another. I say, when there is love one for another. People who are converted Muslims, they will come. People who are converted, um, um, what are some of the... um, Catholicism. There is something like that. Buddhist. Converted Buddhist, they will come. Atheist, they will come. Hallelujah. He says, Cretans, Cretans, and Arabs. Hey! Arab, Arab man, stand up. You will come. When there is love one for another, Arabs will come. Gas will come. Indians will come. Ghanaians will come. Ashantis will come. Americans will come. English will come. Nigerians will come. Hallelujah. When there is love one for another. Nigerians will come with their headgear. Wow, look at that. Beautiful. My sister, what's your name? Fumi. Wow, look at that. When there is love one for another. Fumi will come. I say Fumi will be attracted to the group. When there is love one for another. Sister Serena will come. When there is love one for another. She'll be attracted. Hallelujah. When they come and they feel that love. He says, and all, all, he says, Cretans and Arabs. And we all hear these people speaking in our own languages about the wonderful things that God has done. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What attracted them to that place was when they were with one accord and there was the presence of God and they all ran to come and they could hear. They stood there amazed and perplexed and said, what can this mean? They asked each other. How is that possible? What brought them there? 
what brought them from different nations there was the love that was amongst them. How they were all with one accord. Then the presence of God came. Hallelujah. Then the presence of God came. Amen. Marian, the presence of God is what attracts people. When we have love one for one another. When we have love one for another. So verse 41, look at verse 41. You see, they came, they gathered, and there was an opportunity for the minister to preach to them. So verse 41, it says, those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day about 3,000 in all. One day, men of all nations, those who believe what Peter said, how would they hear except that there was some attraction, except that there was something, there was no need, there was no need to advertise. They just heard a noise and they felt that the people were with one accord because God was with them. God was with them. Amen. Those who believe what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day about 3,000 in all. The next scripture, it says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. All of them, now they were sharing for, look, your food. Let me tell you, some people don't like it, but when there is love, you're cooking, some people don't like it. But when there is love, you yourself, you taste your food and you realize that this was not my best. But when there is love, is it someone telling my sister, that was delicious. When there is love. But when there is no love, you say, mm, who cooked this? Mm. Is that a sister who was... Um, ah, she can dress nicely, but she can cook. Who will marry this one? That is when there is no love. But when there is love, I say when there is love, when there is love, mm, who cooked this? Oh, mm, can I have some more? You, you yourself, you know that the salt was too much. So when the sister is saying it, you are looking at her face. As she's tasting it, you are looking at her face, waiting for the expression. But love overcometh all. Love, it overtakes all fears. I say love, it overcomes bad taste. It says, all the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. A deep sense of awe came over them all. And the apostles, now look, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. When there was love one for another, when the presence of God was there, the apostles, And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. They sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. Can you imagine? That is when there is love one for another. They share with those who are in need. They share. When there is love one for another. They worship together at the temple each day met in homes for the Lord's Supper 
and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. Mind you, there were people, Jews from all nations that came. But they are meeting at different homes, sharing their meals together. Eating, you, you find the, Spain, the people from Spain eating egba. And they are enjoying it. Hallelujah. You find people from, people from India eating um, Zedian. What is the, my favorite one? Axtail. That's not my favorite. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. But that is when there is love one for another. He said they worship together at the temple each day, met in homes for the Lord's Supper, and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. All the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. Put your hands together for the Lord. Love is the only thing that everyone in the world can relate to. It is the only thing that the white man and the black man can relate to. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 14, it says, Above all, above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us together in perfect harmony. It says, above all, Clothe yourselves with love which bind us together. It is love. It is love. Clothe yourselves with love which bind us together in perfect harmony. It is only love. It is only love that can bring two people of different nations together. Only love. I say only love. Even in marriage. It is only love that can bring a person of a different background to live with another person of a different background. It is only love. People have tried to bring this bond together based on money, based on career, based on how well you are, based on how rich you are, how, based on what status you are in society, based on if you are in a royal priesthood or if you are in a royal family and that one is also in a royal family. People have tried all that and it has always failed. The only thing that sustains two people of different nations Two people of different backgrounds together in a relationship is love. That is the only thing. Nothing else can connect us. Not our food. Not our clothes. Not our cultural background. Not the language that we speak. You amongst your group of language speaking people. Has the language kept you together? Not skin color, because I've seen people with the same skin color not getting along. Hallelujah. The only thing that can connect us together, the only thing that can bring us together is love. Hallelujah. And so you realize many people have used all sorts of things to connect to God. Many people have tried all sorts of things to connect to God. And it is not working. It is not working. There are people who are trying to connect to God by saying, when I can kill people who are my enemies, then God, I will connect to God and he will give me many wives. 
Hallelujah. There are people who are connecting to God in all kind of manner. But there is only one thing that God uses to connect all people to himself. And that is love. The only thing that God uses to connect all people to himself is love. So he says in John chapter 3 and verse 16. He says, for God so loved the world. He loved the entire world. For God so loved the world. He loved the world and he wanted to connect them. He said, said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but shall have everlasting life. Hallelujah. Anyone who believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. This is the only thing. This is the only thing. There is nothing else that you can use to connect to God. Save the love that he offers. There's nothing else. There is nothing else. That's why there is no other religion that can connect to God but the love of Christ. I'm telling you. Jesus said there's no other way by which we'll be saved. There is only one way. Hallelujah. Now the expression of love is incomplete when you also have, who are receiving have not received it. If it is offered and you have not received it, it is incomplete. Hallelujah. It is incomplete. And there are so many of you who are here that God has offered this love to you. There are so many of you who are here that God has offered this love to you. Have you received it? It's like God is playing tennis with us. And he has played the ball into your court. And the ball is in your court. There is so much that God wants to do for you. The game can keep going. The game can be exciting. The game can be very interesting, but the ball has been played into your court and you are just bouncing it in your court and God is waiting. The ball has been offered to you and you are just bouncing it in your court. There are many of you who have heard this offer that Jesus died for your sins. God gave his only begotten son to you. He has given you that son. He has played that son into your court. He has offered you that son. Would you play it back to him? Would you give it back to him? Would you receive it and give it back to him so the game can continue going? He's waiting. The ball is in your court. He says, for God so loved the world that he gave, that he gave. He has given. He has given. Would you also receive it? Would you receive it? If you receive it, there is so much that God will do for you. If you receive it, there is so much that he can play with you. If you receive it, if you take the ball and you play it back, if you receive it and say, Lord, here I am, take me and make me your own. There is so much. He says, but as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even those who believe in him. The ball is in your court. Beloved, you have heard this many, many times. You have heard this many, many times. 
but you wake up one day. Just like a child is born in this world, you will also be born into another world. But just as a child who is in the womb will not believe that there is another world, you also do not believe that there is another world. But you will come to find out that this world also is for a moment. Just as life in the womb is also for a moment. You will find out one day that you are in another world. Are you prepared when you enter into that world? Are you prepared? Are you prepared? When you enter into that world. You need to be prepared as a child to come into this world. You need to be prepared as a child to be born into this world. If you are not prepared, you will suffer in this world. You will suffer in this world. If you come out too early and not prepared, you will suffer in this world. The preparation that a child has to make is to have eyes, to have brain, to have a heart that is functioning, to have lungs that are mature, to have skin that is intact, to have head with a skull, to have kidneys that are working, to have a liver that is working. A child needs to make that preparation to inherit this world. Beloved, you also need to make a preparation to inherit the world that is to come. You need to make a preparation to inherit the world that is to come. And that preparation, he says that we cannot inherit that kingdom. Just like the child cannot inherit this kingdom with placenta. The child cannot be born into this world with placenta. The child cannot be fed through placenta when the child comes out. Just that way, we also cannot inherit that kingdom with this corruptible body. We cannot inherit that kingdom. Beloved, you have heard this many, many times. I believe if we were to manage to go in the womb and tell a child that you are going to be there for nine months, and after nine months you're going to come out, the child may also not believe you. Just as you also don't believe that there is a life after this world. So you also think that all life is about is here. And there, and now. But you will die, and you find out one day. This life is a very short time. And when the child comes out of the womb, there is no going back to fix what was not ready. When the child is born, there is nothing else that he can go back to fix. If you come out with a lung that is not mature, you will suffer. If you come out with a heart that has holes, you will suffer. And the same way, if you are not ready and you will exit this world into that kingdom, which is eternity, Longer than your 75 years here. You will also suffer. Hallelujah. And the way that God is delivering you from this suffering, this preparation, is that you'll be washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. I say you'll be washed with the blood of Jesus Christ. He says, if only you receive him, if only you receive him as the Messiah, as the Son of God, and you confess with your mouth that Christ died and he rose again from the dead, and you believe that he is the Son of God. Beloved, it sounds that simple, but something happens to you. The Bible says, from that time, that time, you are born again. You are born again. You need to be born again. You were conceived in a womb and you were born into this world. But you need to be born again 
into the next world. Are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you ready when the time comes? Are you ready when the time comes? Hallelujah. The Bible says there is a way that seemed right in the eyes of man, but the end thereof is death. There are so many things that seem right that all we need to do is to work hard and do well and don't, 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 don't do harm to your neighbor. Don't steal from your neighbor. Beloved, it's not all that. It says you need to be born again in order to inherit that kingdom. For this corruptible body, it cannot inherit that kingdom. Are you ready to be born again? Our time is up. But are you ready to be born again? Are you ready? Stand onto your feet for a moment. And let's bring to the service to a close. And if you are here this afternoon, maybe somebody invited you to our International Sunday. Maybe you attend church. Maybe you go to church every Sunday. Maybe you come to this church every Sunday, but you know in your heart that you are not born again. You know in your heart that if you were to die today, you are not sure where you are going. But beloved, you will also exit this world. Our lives are in stages. That short stage in the womb. To a longer phase of life in this world. To eternity. Into the kingdom of God. Are you ready to enter into the kingdom of God? The choice is yours. He says he has played the ball in your court. He says for God so loved the world that he gave. He gave. He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever, whosoever, anyone, no matter what you have done in your life, no matter what has happened in your life, no matter what sin you have been involved in, no matter who you are, black or white, young or old, no matter who you are, are you ready? Are you ready to receive Christ? Are you ready? Are you ready to exit this world? Beloved, where would you go? Where would you go when the time comes? Where would you go when the day comes? Where would you go? Have you thought about it? Did we just get created into this world? Was a child just conceived in the womb and stay in the womb? No, that child will be born. Beloved, you will also be born in another world. You will be born into another kingdom. Yes. It's for a while. It's for so a moment. You, Are you ready? Can you? Are you ready? Heal. Yes. He I stand. He I stand, Lord. Lord, my life is in Your hands, Lord. Jesus, are you ready to receive Jesus? 
opportunity to prepare you for the next phase of life. Are you ready? Are you ready? So you could use me, Lord. Keep myself away. So you can use me. If you are here this afternoon, you are not born again. You are not sure where you go if you exit this well. You are not certain where you go. Beloved, when you go under a big tree, you will find green leaves. You will find yellow leaves. You will find brown leaves. You will find every color of leaf that has fallen down the tree. Beloved, the young die. The old die. You will never know when you will fall. You will never know when you will exit this well. But one thing that you can make sure of is that when you die, you know you will be with the Father. You can make that preparation today. You can receive Jesus Christ into your life today. If that is you, you say, I want Jesus Christ into my life. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. If I die, I want to be with my Savior. If that is you, with all eyes closed and every head bowed, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. God bless you, my brother. Anyone else? Anyone else? God bless you. I see your hand. Anyone else? Oh, my brother, my sister, do not leave this place without receiving Jesus Christ. I see your hand. Anyone else? With all eyes closed, every head bowed. I see your hand. Anyone else? Anyone else? I see your hand. I see your hand. Anyone else? You say, I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. Maybe you are once born again, but you feel that you are very far from Christ. If that is you, you can also join. Lift up your hand and rededicate your life back to Jesus. Oh, keep your hand up so I can see it. God bless you. God bless you. You say, I feel very far from Christ. I feel very far. I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to come back home. I want to come back. Oh, yes. Keep your hand up so I can see it. Lift it up high. Jesus wants to see your hand. Oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. If you have lifted up your hand, I want you to just walk to me here boldly. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Oh, yes. Come to Jesus. You lifted up your hand. Do not be ashamed. Do not be ashamed of Christ. Come to Jesus. There is room on the cross. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. Father, I feel very far from you, but I want to dedicate my life to you. I want to make certain that when I die, I am going to heaven. Yes. Come to Jesus. Yes. Yes. Think I surrender to you, Lord. There are two more people here. The Lord is waiting for you. Oh, my brother, my sister, the Lord is talking to you right now. It is for your sake that he died. He says, come, 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 come. Come, 
come, my brother. Come, 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 come. Come, 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 come. Yes, yes, yes. There is one more person. There is one more person. Jesus is waiting. Jesus is waiting for you. Yes, he knows you. He's talking to you right now. He said, I stand at the door and I am knocking. 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 Yes. Come, come, come. Come. Do not live here without receiving Jesus. Come, my brother. Come, my sister. There is one more person. There is one more person. Yes. Oh, today is your day. The Lord has been waiting for you to respond to this call. He says, come, 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 come. Would you come to the Lord? Oh, come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Come to the Lord. Lord, I surrender You may not have this opportunity again. Oh, you do not know what awaits tomorrow. Why don't you lift up your hand unto the Lord? Lift up your hand and say this after me. Say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. I have sinned against you. I am not worthy to be called one of your servants. But Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Because I believe you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. I believe you rose again on the third day. I believe you conquered death. All for me. Lord Jesus, please forgive me of my sins. Come into my life. Take control of my life. This afternoon, I make a pledge to serve you all the days of my life. Say, Satan, I declare that Jesus Christ is my savior. He's my master. I will serve him the rest of my life. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. From today, I am born again. I belong to Jesus. My name is written in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for your sons and daughters who are before you. Your word declares that the heavens rejoice because your children who were once lost, they have come back to you. Therefore, oh God, you say you will call your friends and you have a feast with them. Father, let there be a feast in heaven over the lives of these ones who are saved today. I pray, Lord, that you build a hedge around them. Let a hedge be visible to the eyes of the enemy. I pray, oh God, that you cause these ones to continue to walk with you. Deliver them from temptation. 
Deliver them from the ways of the enemy. I pray, Father, that you cause these ones to always know the ways of the enemy, that they will continue to walk with you. We thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. My brother, God bless you. My sister, God bless you.